You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. All right. Well, welcome to today's episode. If you're on our podcast, then welcome. Today's going to be a little uh, difficult. I'm going to try to go through some website data and information on inflation and GDP. And also, I'm going to end this podcast talking about countries that are purchasing oil, crude oil, and natural gases from, from Russia. And so it's all related to our inflation and, uh, and what's going on here in the United States and uh, some of the political games that are going on that we obviously know are going on, but at the same time, how they affect us. And at the end of the day, for you and I, it's dollars and cents, our, our lifestyle. And uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, what is great things are given to great responsibilities are accepted. And so we don't mind accepting responsibilities as American citizens. But at the same time, when we really don't have a whole lot of control of what's going on, then and those those are disappointing. And so, so this podcast today is really going to dive into some more of what we've been chatting about, about inflation. If you're a business owner, if you're somebody who is a taxpayer looking to reduce your tax liability, grow your your wealth and you're just not sure how to do it. You've, you've done all these different traditional things. You have a financial advisor, you have a CPA, you have an insurance agent, you've done all these things and you just aren't seeing the results. And it just kind of seems like it just, it's more of the same and you're working harder and you're feeling like you really should have more to show for that. And trust me, you're not alone. You're not alone. And that's what's really driven me for the last five, six years when I went out on my own after working with physicians for probably about nine years to just say, you know what, enough is enough. And uh, my message is necessary and needed out there. And uh, so that's what essentially we're doing is so today's episode is really going to focus on that. Now, I'm going to try to do my best for those podcast listeners to describe what I'm looking at to give you an idea. But if it just seems to be overwhelming and and you're looking at this and you're like, hey, Bob, I like the content. Give me a thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. But then after you've done that and you want to see more of a visual, go to our YouTube channel, Asset Coach and Tax Strategist, and check out the visuals. And then give us a thumbs up, subscribe there, and, and add some content there, comments and stuff as well. So, so without further ado, let's go ahead and start diving into today's episode. So the first chart I want to look at. So all of this is coming from the website called visualcapitalist.com, visualcapitalist.com. And what they do is put in charts and visuals of data. And it's awesome. It's such such a great tool. I love it. Not everything is applicable to what we're doing, but there's enough like today's. So consumer price inflation by type of good or service from 2000 to 2022. So we're looking at a 22 years. This was originally published back in February 22nd of 2023. So just recently, late last month, and almost a month ago now for from the recording of this podcast. So price changes. So let's let's start at the middle. Okay. It's at 0%. Really, what hasn't really changed a whole lot? Clothing has gone down a little bit over the last 22 years. Household furnishings went up a little bit. It's probably single digits. New cars went up a little bit. It kind of feels like new cars went up a lot more than then I would say 10, 20%, but it's been about 20, 25% increase. They're becoming more automated. The technology is becoming more readily available. The manufacturing is becoming more, more 
enhanced, but it's automated as well. So that reduces the cost as well. So, but just the additional technology that's going into these cars. And then of course, just normal inflation and the safety features. And then of course you have states like California where they're saying in order to buy a car, you basically yeah, can't exist. You got you to show no footprint at all to, to have a car. And so of course that's really cheap to do for these manufacturers, but Housing went up probably about 75% since now this is the over the United States. Okay. So this is, this is not just your local area. This is over the United States, 22 years average food and beverages was close to about 80%, which we know that, right? We go to the grocery store every week. We can definitely tell that that's the case. Childcare increased over a hundred percent, about 120, 130%. Medicare, medical care services, medical care services has increased about 130% over the last 22 years. Then we look at college textbooks. I have gone over about 160% and college tuition and fees, almost 175%. Now, college textbooks, with today's technology, why in the world are textbooks becoming more and more expensive when you can go to Amazon, you can go to Kindle and get some of these books for free? And yet you have to go to college and over the last 22 years, those textbooks have increased by 130, 140%. That's ridiculous. That's insane. That is stupid. That's not necessary. College tuition and fees has increased by 160, 170% over the last 22 years. It's expensive to indoctrinate your kids. And so now if you go onto a lot of these websites for these colleges, they tout, we have 260 or we have... 400 degrees. What are these made up degrees? And of course, these made up degrees are designed for marketing. They're designed to get students. They add to their staff to allow these degrees to be, I guess, legitimized. I don't know. But anyways, that seems actually silly in today's technology to go to get a college degree for something that you probably get online for free or read a handful of books, spend some time in a bookstore, an old bookstore and in a particular section and just read the books on a shelf or two shelves or three shelves. And you'll probably get a better education on that particular topic than you would a degree in college university. But anyways, well, my opinion on colleges, the most expensive over 200%, I would probably say it looks like 250% increase is hospital services, hospital services. So that is actually insane. Now let's go to the, which countries have the lowest inflation? Okay. So let's, the United States has based on this, again, this is visual capitalists. This is inflation rate in 2022 year over year. Okay. It's based on this, uh, this data. And it shows the U S was at 6.5% Canada at 6.3 Mexico, 7.8. Okay. So there's the North Americas. You can die, start going into South America and it's almost teetering seven to nine, to 10%. Cuba is at 40%. Haiti's at 47%. Those are ridiculous. Colombia, 13, Brazil, 5.8. And then you can go to Europe. Europe is right around five to 8%, depending on the country you're looking at. Sweden's at, Sweden's at 12, Finland's at nine, Norway's at six. And so, you Poland's at 16% inflation. Belarus is at 12. Romania is at 16. So let's see here. Belgium, the UK is at 10 and a half. Ireland's at 8.2 and Portugal's at 9.6. So quite a bit. You look at Africa, they're right around the, the five to 12%, depending on which country you're looking at. There's a few that are way high, like Ethiopia is at 33% inflation. So pretty, pretty crazy. But then you go over to the Asia's and you have quite 
quite a bit. And uh, India is at 5.7. You got China at 1.8. I think China is one of the lowest inflation wise. And we know why that is. They manipulate everything. So it's probably not even a real number. So Mongolia is at 13. Russia is at 12. And so the Asians aren't doing so well. India is probably the lowest when now you look at some of the other Asian countries like Japan's at 3.8, Korea's, South Korea's at five, Taiwan's at 2.7. So that's good. Those are good. Australia's at 7.3, New Zealand's at 7.2. So South Sudan, South Sudan and Africa is a negative 11.6%. They're not in inflation, they're in deflation. And I'm Sure, there's there's a lot of that has to do with a lot of the political issues going on over there. So so there's there's the inflation rates, and then let's go to GDP. Okay, GDP for these for the world, and this is for uh, an estimate GDP growth forecast by country in 2023. So that's uh, we're looking at this year's. The United States forecast is 1.4 percent GDP. Canada's at 1.5. Mexico's at 1.7. So that's the North Americas. When you go into South America, we're at 2.2. Colombia, Brazil's at 1.2. So Chile is negative 1%. So that's not good. When you look at the GDP in Africa, that, that looks good. Anywhere from 2 to almost 5% on some of these countries, 6% in a couple of them. So that's good. China's at 5.2. India is 6.1. That's fantastic. Go China. Uh, go India at 6.1. That's great. Macau's at 56.7%. Oh my goddess. <laughs> Can you imagine if our GDP was that? We'd all be swimming in gold. But uh, so then you look at Europe, you got just barely over 1% in Europe. Not very strong GDP. Ireland's probably the strongest strongest at 4%. So not very strong looking for Europe and GDP. Oh anyway, so that's it. So now here's where we really wanted to get to. I really wanted to talk about this and and, and I find this to be very very disappointing because we're in this political war, I would say, with the Ukraine and Russia. And we're trying to, as a country, whether you agree with this or not, that's what our country is doing is supporting Ukraine. And at the end of the day, we have a lot of allies throughout the world. And the main economy for Russia is fossil fuels. That's, I mean, that's essentially their economy. They really have nothing else to provide other than bags of ice. <laughs> and I don't mean that in, in a bad way. It was just, that's the design of where they're located. It's it's cold and a lot, lots and lots and lots of land that's cold. So, but oil is their thing. And so who's been buying Russian fossil fuels since the invasion? All right. So we're looking at 24th, 2022 to February 26, 2023. So one year, China is the largest importer of, of crude oil and coal and not largest purchaser of natural gas. That's Germany. And it looks like Turkey as well, but uh, almost $70 billion worth of crude. So that makes sense. We know where, where they are. And so Germany, and also this, this report, this view shows who's part of NATO and who's part of the European Union. So we got NATO partners, EU union member Germany. They're number two at about 26, 27 billion dollars in fossil fuels from Russia. Ally, by the way, Turkey, they're part of NATO. They're right about 25 billion as well. India is about 25 billion. We got Netherlands, which is part of NATO and the European Union. They're about 20 billion. I Italy, part of NATO, the European Union, they're about 16 billion. Part of NATO, France, part of NATO, Belgium, part of NATO, Hungary, part of NATO, Bel Bulgaria, part of NATO, Slovakia, part of NATO, all part of the Union, all purchasing from Russia. We got Japan purchasing South Korea, Spain, 
Austria, Egypt, Greece, Czechoslovakia, and the EA, sorry, UAE, United Emirates. Pretty much everybody on this list is an ally of ours. And here we're, they're all supporting Russia by purchasing their fuel, fossil fuels. And quite honestly, where are they going to buy them? They're all over on that content. We don't have pipelines. We, we can't ship enough from here, especially since Biden re- eliminated production over here, basically. But I found it interesting. The last one was the United Emirates. And they that was interesting. I found that to be curious. But very, very interesting. All these allies buying fossil fuel from Russia, they have to for them to survive. But yet it, they're all allies. They're all allies. And so we're giving money to basically the Ukraine, even though Russia is getting billions and billions and billions of dollars from all of our allies, except for China. But they're an economic ally, right? You just let's not be ridiculous here that, you know, they're still manufacturing. They need us. We need them as of right now. I wish we would get smart and realize that we don't need China and we could bring production back here or throughout the rest of the world. And yes, we will lose some of our profits. Absolutely. But how much of those profits are going out the door to China? How much of those profits are going out the door to other other areas that we could just buy more, pay more for goods and services and don't have those dollars go out the door. So anyways, so this was interesting. Again, you know, I, I love visuals. It's disappointing when you see some of these things because sometimes we want to we live in ignorance is bliss. But the reality is that's not reality. And so, so anyway, so this, this, I just wanted to share this with you and take it how you want. If you want more content like that, let us know, give us a thumbs up, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, share this with your friends. And again, our goal is designed to look at this information and what do we do with this information planning for us? For us, what what do I do? I own a small business. I do six hundred thousand in revenue. Our my profit is X amount, and I just I can't work anymore and create more revenue and try to create more profit. Or I'm at my ends. Me, I make three million dollars a year. I'm a whatever. I'm a doctor. Whatever the case may be, I have a manufacturing company or whatever I am. Hey, I'm a W two employee, attorney, or or a C suite executive, and um, I have a very healthy six figure income and. And I'm just, I just can't get ahead. What do I do? Well, that's what we do is we have that answer for you. Utilizing the uh, utilizing the rules that are out there that all the billionaires and the multimillionaires use, they're the same rules we have access to. But instead of being a tool, how about you use the tools to allow you to continue to grow and, and build your own hard-earned dollars. And so that's, uh, that's essentially what, what we're doing. So have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm excited to, to meet you in the future if we get to meet. And again, look forward to giving you guys more content. God bless. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.